If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. Yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Email, as always. I think my email provider still works. They've not blocked us. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. Facebook has, has blocked us here to some degree. This morning, uh, yesterday, and that's that's what I want to talk a little bit about. Um, I don't I don't know to what degree here, but yesterday we posted. You know, I we've hired a person to help with our marketing as we've been growing and expanding here, and this is literally, I believe, her first post on on Facebook, and so. And so she um, found this Venn diagram, which we did not even create. You know, she and I talk about things. It was something that, you know, it, it, the, the Venn diagram, you know, the three series of, of circles that overlap. And the circles are laid out in a triangle, sort of, sort of pattern or shape. And, of course, where the all three of the circles intersect, there's a little a little triangular sort of area with with rounded sides, of course, but it's a little triangular area that says this is where the intersection of these three ideas are. This is where I am, effectively. And so um, that's what this post was, and all it says is, believe it or not, it's okay to be all three, and the three circles are this, believe that COVID is real, thinks that everyone has a right to wear a mask or not, and the other circle is uh, says is certain that COVID is being used for political purposes and public control. So, Facebook lots you know doesn't allow people to share this. Doesn't let people visit our website because of this. And if I go back and look here, what does this stupid thing say? It says here um, some people have shared screenshots as to what it's being told one person said or one screenshot told a listener you can't post this this url goes against our community standards on spam spam what the world is that to do with spam that's one of them another one says you can't share this link toddhuffshow.com your comment couldn't be shared because the link goes against our community standards again the three sir <laughs> the three circles are co- one of them is COVID is real. 
So surely that can't be the one that goes against their community. I mean, I don't know with, with the way that these, these people think. And, you know, the truth is, um, in fact, I had some discussions with a couple of folks about this. And, of course, the, the standard response is this is incredible, unbelievable. And it is to one degree until we realize the folks who are making these decisions at these companies. These are radicals. These are dedicated leftists. In some cases, these are dedicated Marxists. These are dedicated anti-American folks who say these sorts of, well, who, who work at these places, who are making these decisions. You've seen, you've seen, probably, if you haven't, it's worth looking at, you've seen Project Veritas go behind the scenes and have conversations with folks who are in the business at Facebook may have been other places too, but I remember seeing folks that worked at Facebook actually block, decide, you know, look at what the content is on Facebook, and they were literally the Facebook police, and they would tell us, yeah, I look for some Trump stuff. Can't be having Trump stuff out there. I look at it much less favorably, a Facebook police officer might say. Talk about defunding the police. I'd like to defund the Facebook police. But anyway... So that this has been flagged. So that, again, the three circles believe COVID is real, thinks that everyone has a right to wear a mask or not. So I guess maybe that's the one. Is that the one? Is it not even acceptable to say that someone should have a right to not choose to wear a mask or not? <clears throat> you know, I had dinner with a good friend last night, and he's he works in the medical uh, field. He he in, interacts with doctors and talks with them and so forth. And I, I asked, you know, we were talking about a couple of things. We we're talking about masks because we met at a restaurant. So you had to walk in with your mask, but then you sit down at the table and you can take off your mask. If you stand up, your mask has to go back on. And I jokingly kind of sat down and I said, not at risk of spreading COVID. And I stood up, same spot, at risk of sharing COVID. At not at risk, you know, am I touching my seat? How close am I to my seat? I'm squatting here above my seat. Is there contact between my backside and this seat? Am I suddenly contagious again? I mean, this this is the thing, right? We, we we've lost we've lost our mind. We've we've shared on this program that there's been eight or nine tests that have been uh, conducted that have uh, well that we found that have been conducted. Someone else had found and, and shared the, the data on YouTube, and I, the name of the gentleman's escaping me. That's not intentional. I just wasn't prepared to say that, that this morning. But, you know, so he's, he's gone through the data in these eight or nine tests that go back to even um, to 2009, and every single one of the tests say – now, the test, in fairness, maybe there's something different here. I don't know. But this was a test about using N95 respirators and their effectiveness on preventing the transmission of the flu. In every single test, every single one, so that there was no statistical difference in whether you wore a mask or not as to you know, whether or not that prevented you from, key, from getting the flu. And one of those tests was even conducted at the beginning of this of this year. You remember Dr. Fauci early on. He said he said that mask wearing was largely symbolic. He said this. Early on, masks were kind of laughed at. Masks were 
things that we weren't supposed to wear. And that Fauci later said the reason he said this, which is remarkable to me, sounds a little bit like Bill Clinton here, depends on what your definition of is is. But Fauci just says, look, you know, the reason I said that was because there was a shortage of masks. I didn't want people in the public taking masks from our medical professionals. We needed to make sure our first responders who were, you know, closer to the disease, we wanted to make sure that they had them first. And so there you go. Now they, now they, uh, now they have them. So suddenly I can now tell people, now you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. So again, I understand that this is not necessarily the, I guess the popular, the politically correct thing to say, but if masks are so effective, if masks are so effective, then a person choosing to wear one should do the trick for them, right? But no, no. See, a mask, a mask only protects someone else. That's where they get, that's where they get a lot of folks. You want to help someone else. See, the mask isn't really for you. And see, I have questions about this. And maybe there are answers, but they've never taken the time to answer them because that's not what the left That's not what the media thinks they need to do. The the media and the left think that when they declare something as an action that should be followed, there should be compliance no matter what. Now I can see you could say, Todd, is this really worth, you know, is 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 this really that big of an infringement upon upon your your liberties? I just want to be treated like an adult here. I'm okay to some degree with with putting on a mask, even if it's just, you know, mildly effective and, and helpful. I, I can see the case being made for this. I certainly can. And it's not some tremendous, um, you know, it's, it's not like they're telling me, well, it's, it's used to do things like tell people that they can't sing in church in the state of California, which we'll talk about here in a minute as well. Um, but it's not a tremendous it doesn't impede my ability to you know to function in society or something but it quickly can be used for that i mean th- these things all intersect and merge and you have the same folks who are telling you you know wear a mask or go to jail basically or pay a hefty fine or whatever the case may be or you know we'll shut down your business board up the windows and doors like they did with this this gym in New Jersey and good for those guys for saying we're not playing this game anymore and you know taking that down and, and taking you know going back into the to the gym and saying we're not you know we're not playing this game anymore we've got this is our livelihood this is our this is our dream this is our investment this is this is our business if people can be safe in a grocery store why can't they be safe in a gym these are questions that don't no one answers no one answers so again, back to the mask issue. If I'm look, if I I need someone to explain to me, I'm looking here in the home studio. You know, because I tell you this, I haven't told you this in a while, but walls work in our home studio every night. It's a remarkable thing. We've got four walls in this home studio, and the walls work. I know, I know the left tells me walls don't work all the time. Well, they they tell me that walls are not effective. But I'll tell you what I do when I leave this room. There are two doors. I surprisingly, I go through the doors. I don't try to scale the walls. I don't, I don't try to grab, uh, you know, my, my sawzall and try to cut a hole through said walls. I use the doors. 
which is an uh, is a testament to how much the walls work. So I'm looking here at this door that goes. One of them goes outside. It's a there's a walkout. We're in a walkout basement here, and the other goes upstairs to our uh, to the main floor of the home. And I need someone to tell me if I open this door, either one of the doors. Don't want to overcomplicate it for someone that's you know trying to explain this to somebody, but. If I walk out that door, why would I not be able to walk back in that door or vice versa? If I can walk in that door, why can I not walk out the door? This is, to me, a reasonable question. That's my question about masks. I mean, the holes in the mask my friend shared last night was uh, the holes in the mask are astronomically larger. I knew they were larger, but even the holes are much, much larger than the virus itself. So there's Obviously, the virus can flow through many uh, individual particles or whatever you would call it of the virus can actually travel through there through one hole in the mask. So he's had doctors tell him that the mask prevents you from spreading it outward, you know, spreading it from you to someone else, but it doesn't really help you. And I, and I said, how? And he said, well, it's kind of like sneezing in your arm. And I said, okay, I get that. But what if I'm not sneezing? Then what purpose does the mask serve? Is it wear the mask in case you might sneeze throughout the day? And if the doctor compared it to putting, you know, your face and arm and uh, your, your face, your your nose and mouth into your the, the crook of your elbow to sneeze, then how is if that's the same thing? Then why can't we still do that? I just someone explained this to me. And again, if it stops it from going out, why can't it stop it from coming in? Well, Todd, there's droplets of, of water, and if you okay, so we're just down to the sneeze now. What happens if someone hasn't sneezed? So how if someone hasn't sneezed for days or weeks? Do do they still have to wear a mask? I just need someone to explain this to me, especially at Facebook, who's taking this post down because because of these three circles in the Venn diagram. Again, the first one says believes COVID is real. The second says thinks that anyone has a right to wear a mask or not. The third one, which I can't get to yet, I'll have to get to next uh, next segment, says is certain that COVID is being used for political purposes and public control. Now, again, I didn't make this Venn diagram and neither did our, our staff. We posted it. In fact, the, uh, the, the, the text that we put with the post says giving credit to whoever created this. Well said. Now, if I was creating this, I don't know if I would have inserted the words public control because I just think the political purposes is, is probably uh, you know, the, the, main, the main motivator of, of, of folks. But to say that there's not been any attempt to control the public with coronavirus is insane. We're not letting people go to work. We're not letting people sing in church. We're not letting people you know, operate their businesses. In places, I mean, it varies from place to place. You're told how many people that you can allow into your restaurant. You're told, um, you know, all, all sorts of things that may or may not have anything to do with anything. Not only that, not only that, we have people in Congress. We have people in Congress who are trying to use this as an opportunity to push through all sorts of leftist and radical agenda items, right? I mean, the concept of, you know, not paying rent, the concepts of universal basic income. I mean, all these things are being bantered about right now, all as a result, not just 
or as a consequence, I guess, or uh, not just of the coronavirus itself, but our reaction to the coronavirus, right? So it's not just we're reacting to the coronavirus. We've, we've reacted to the coronavirus, and now we're responding to our reaction. You know, it turns out if you don't let anybody work, people can't make money. Okay, so maybe we should become socialists. You see how that works. So don't tell me that this isn't about political purposes. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying that there's not a legitimate discussion here. But don't tell me, Facebook, that this is not about, to some degree, maybe a large degree, but at least to some degree, it's not being used for political purposes. And it's not being used to control people and their behavior. It's, it's undeniable. Absolutely undeniable. And I'm going to take a break. Ironically, I've had trouble here launching on Facebook. I'm hoping it's just uh, something with my tech, but who knows? It is something with my tech now that I stop and think about it. But we're going to try to launch Facebook here after the break. So sit tight. We'll continue this when we get back. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. All right, trying to get everything loaded back up here via our software to get streaming on on Facebook this morning, and I think we are now, there we go, up and running. Sorry about that, Facebook. There's a technical glitch. Um, again, working through a couple of things with this and actually testing some new software. But anyway, I think we're back up and running there on on Facebook um, but we've been talking about Facebook again, been talking specifically about uh, the Facebook police and how they <laughs> how they came after what I consider a benign post. Again, the post for those of you who may just now be joining us is a picture of a well, it is a Venn diagram. It's a screenshot. Um, our new marketing coordinator found this, and so we just reposted it. So I she couldn't remember where she found it. So we took a screenshot, and she said, here in the post, giving credit to whoever created this, well said. And a Venn diagram, of course, is the three circles that are overlapping one another, and where all three actually overlap, That's the, the idea is to say, look, where these three things merge is where I am in this particular example. Ideologically, this is where I am. Uh, this, is, this is what I believe, or I... I can believe all three of these things. And there's this little spot here that this is the intersection of all three of these things. And the three things are, number one, COVID is real. Number two, thinks that people should have a right to wear a mask or not. And we talked about that. We talked about the studies that had been conducted back all the way to 2009. And we talked about these studies, how they um, how they all showed that Wearing even an N95 respirator, an N95 respirator mask, did not make any statistical difference as to whether or not someone contracted. Now, the study was for flu. This was back before COVID could be studied. But the last test was conducted beginning of this year. It was finalized this year. So from 2009 to 2020, there were eight or nine tests that were done on this, and everyone found that an N95 respirator, which, by the way, is a better mask than a T-shirt over your face or one of those loosely hanging masks that you'll find servers wearing 
at restaurants that they continually grab. So, I mean, again, for someone who has questions and just wants to know, is this really helpful and making sense? If someone is, if the mask is designed to stop the spread and the, you know, the, the disease from, from transmitting from me or from the person wearing the mask to someone else, if the person is touching said mask with their hands, how is that a good thing? They're adjusting the mask constantly. And not to mention, it's not, I don't know the percentage of as effective as an N95 respirator, but it's nowhere near quote unquote an effective or as effective uh, as the N95. So we talked about that. We actually didn't mention, didn't even mention that some of the studies showed that wearing masks for a prolonged period of time can actually have a negative effect, oxygen deprivation for folks. I, could, I think the, one of the studies found that your oxygen, your O2 saturation levels in your, in your body drop. It was significantly if you wore the mask for a long period of time. So then there's the issue of, of, of that. So again, to say that if you believe that people should have a choice to wear a mask, that you're somehow should be banned or blocked by Facebook. I just explained that to me, Facebook. And I also said that here in our studio, we have four walls. Walls do work, by the way, for those of you who might be confused by the rhetoric of the left when they say that walls don't work. But walls walls do work. I mean, they're not foolproof in the sense uh, that people can scale them. But the reason people have to scale them is because they can't simply walk through them, right? So don't mean to make this overly simplistic for the radical left in the media here. But inside our home studio, well, in our home studio, the perimeter of our home studio, there's four walls, walls that work. And because of those walls that work, I have to use a door, surprisingly. I'm going to guess wherever you're going today, you're going to use a door. Maybe you're getting into your automobile. I'm guessing you use the door. Maybe you're on your way to the office. I'm guessing when you get there, you're going to use the door. At some point in the day, you're going to need to go to the restroom. I'm guessing you're going to use a door. When you get home, I'm guessing you're going to use a door. You might go to a restaurant. You better wear your mask. And when you get there, you might want to use the door, right? I mean, I'm guessing you're going to use countless doors today. You're not going to walk through any walls today because the walls work. They serve their purpose. This wall works here in this office, this home studio. And so one of my questions to the mask police is that if, just like with my mask, why does my mask only prevent me from spreading it to someone else? And it doesn't protect at all from me getting it. Because to me, if there's a hole in the mask, and in this analogy, the door would represent the hole. If I can walk out the door, why can't I walk back in the door? Now, if something happens to me, if I go out outside and I gain 300 pounds and maybe I can't get back in the door, okay. So what happened to the virus to make it do the equivalent of gaining 300 pounds outside this door? The same size, does it shrink? Does it get bigger out there and, and when it's in space? How, how can the mask not... How can the mask fit out the hole, the door in our analogy here, but not back in or vice versa, whichever way that that works? I just don't understand that. Now, you can say, well, it stops it stops sneezing. Okay, well, I thought that's what we used uh, the crook of our elbows for. What happens if I haven't sneezed for weeks and months? Am I still forced <laughs> to wear a mask? I'm trying to think if someone can go months without sneezing, but who knows? Maybe they can. I mean, these to me are, are reasonable 
questions that they have not even an interest in answering. And so for me to say, I think that people should be able to choose this. I mean, if a mask is as as good as they tell me it is, then I should be safe if I wear one, right? But no, then they say, no, 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 that's for someone else. And this is where they get most people. And again, I'm not, look, is it, it's, it's not a, it's not some drastic burden on our day-to-day freedoms. It's inconvenient. But the question is, is it really, is it really something they should be engaged in doing, especially when there's no, there's just not evidence that they are effective. The evidence says that they are not effective. And Fauci said at the beginning that they were largely symbolic. Have we forgotten that? Yes, we have. Not you, but as a culture, yes, we absolutely have because the narrative moves. You know, politics, you know, it, it's a week is an eternity in politics, but it's the reason it's an eternity is because we blow through new issues at light speed. And there's so much information and so many things that are vying for our attention and so many radical ideas that are pre- presented in a week or a day or an hour that it's hard to keep up. And then you look back and you forget. You know what? They did tell us that masks were worthless. They did tell us at one point that wearing a mask actually could increase your chances of getting COVID. By the way, that's what the studies said. But of course, they didn't study. These studies I'm referencing studied the flu. But they said, you know, improperly wearing a mask can actually increase your chances of getting the virus. So are they inadvertently telling us information that will make us get the virus? Um unintentionally or by trying to be safe. And you have people out there, I mean, they, they think it's their, they, they think that they are being patriotic. I had a lady, I don't know if I shared that, maybe I didn't, I think I did share this, but I was at a restaurant in Southern Indiana when we were on vacation last week. I, I took one afternoon to work and it was the second day, I think, of the mask mandate in the state of Indiana. I walked in with my mask, forgot it at first, but I remembered we were on vacation camping. So the mask reality hadn't really hit us yet until I walked in there and I'm like, okay, I'll get my mask, all this sort of stuff. And I sit down, can take off my mask when I'm sitting down. I don't know how the virus knows if I'm sitting or standing, but it knew somehow. So I sit down, take off my mask, you know, order my food, eat. I'm on the phone at one point and I'm a pacer if I'm out. So I I left the table and was walking around on my phone in an area where there was literally no people. The person tells me, hey, you got to put a mask on. I said, I'm sorry. i just doing my thing here. She wasn't too hateful about it. Put my mask on, went back to my seat, took my mask off because I'm at my table, sitting down. It's a magical thing. I can't, can, I can't uh, spread the virus anymore. So I'm sitting there. I actually sit at the high bar tables because I've had two ACL surgeries, and my knees get a little tight from time to time. I like the higher chairs. And so I'm standing there, kind of leaning on the table, talking on the phone, And I turn around, and I kind of, I didn't even leave the table. I just turned around, and she came by again, and she she lost it. Sir, you're going to have to put your mask on. Like, she she was frantic about it, as though I was in the same place as I would have been sitting. Suddenly, I'm standing, and I'm at some great risk. Keep in mind, I was at a chair. Literally, if you couldn't see if I was sitting or standing at that chair, I don't know that you could have even told. Maybe... A little bit because it's, but it's a high chair. And so I, you know, put my, I don't know, I just sat down. 
in the same spot I was basically standing. It's just silliness. How in the world is Facebook so offended by this? I mean, we've just lost our minds here. But anyway, there's one more circle that says, is uh, certain that COVID is being used for political purposes and public control. And that's what I want to talk about in next segment, long in this segment. And that's the one I'm guessing that they're upset about because, oh, no, 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 Facebook says. Our political leaders who are telling us all these little minutiae and can, you know all these things is for our safety. Well, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the political purposes, and I want to talk about the control that's, that's obviously being exerted. I mean this is undeniable. Now you can the question it's just like Trump. Trump's team, Carter Page, they were spied on, right? There's no doubt. The question isn't whether or not they were spied on. The question the question is whether or not it's justifiable. There is public control being exerted over the American public because of coronavirus. The question is whether it's justifiable, whether it's constitutional, whether it's, you know, reasonable or not. That's really the question. And of course, I mean Most of us have a quick answer to that. But anyway, we'll talk about that after the break. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back. All right. So the third, again, this is not about us. And me and this particular, this is just something that happened to us, right? Facebook saw this post, and I don't know to what degree they blocked. They just wouldn't let people share this. They wouldn't let people visit our website. I don't know even now. I haven't looked this morning. I hate Facebook. I hate, I literally do. I hate Facebook. Now, I like in, in interacting with you on Facebook. I like meeting people on Facebook. But I don't sit here and look at my Facebook feed. Since Facebook has targeted me, how about this? Facebook, I don't like what I don't like social media products like yours. I don't. <laughs> I think I think that I think that it's um, it can be a time suck. <clears throat> now, it's certainly not a time suck if you listen to the Todd Huff show on Facebook, or if we're in, if we're engaging. I like that again for those that that encounter us or that engage with us. I like that. I like to be able to do that. I'm simply saying I don't go onto Facebook and scroll stuff and look at stuff and all this sort of thing. And if you do, that's totally fine. I'm just saying I don't I don't do that. I'm so but but Facebook is as effectively at least blocked the sharing of this post or blocked people visiting our website temporarily, I hope. I don't know. Whatever. Um because of this. And the third concentric or the third circle in this Venn diagram is um, says that is certain, you know, this person says is certain that COVID is being used for political purposes and public control. Um, again, we didn't create it. I It might have been worded slightly differently if, if we did create it, but I don't know how this is deniable. When you're in California, the governor, the governor doesn't says you can't sing in church folks when they're telling you how many people you know I've been studying reading a lot uh, on the on you know the revolutionary period of American history and you look at some of these sermons and the the the, the 
Christian, the, the Judeo-Christian impact on this nation, the sermons that were given, the Great Awakening, the second, the second Great Awakening, that period of time that kind of bookend the revolutionary period, those two great, uh, great awakenings in American history where people became more, I don't like to use the word religious, but they became more religious in the sense that they were following God more closely reconnecting with him, turning their lives around and, and seeking him and, and doing things according to his will and his way. That happened in for large parts of this country. And, you know, this is um, religious liberty is a foundational component of this nation. It's a God-given freedom and liberty. It's not given to us by our government. It's given to us by God, and our government simply recognizes it. Now, it recognized it in the founding period, but I don't know how much it recognizes it today. Now we're telling people how many people can attend churches effectively, whether or not you can sing at church. How is this not public control? Take church out of it for, out of it for a moment. How is it not public control when you own a gym and they say you cannot operate you have to basically sit there with your doors closed, and if you open your doors, you will be arrested or fined or whatever the case may be happening in the state of New Jersey, happening all around the country. Just sit there, sit you know, sit tight. We'll tell you when you can reopen. Well, why can you go to the Walmart and the 7-Eleven and the grocery store, but I can't go to the gym? Is it more contagious in the gym? I mean, help me understand this. What if we wear masks? Masks? are supposed to be the be-all, end-all. Nope, still got to shut your doors. How is this not controlling the public? How is that not? That is directly, government is forced, and they are forcing people to comply with their arbitrary rules, and they're truly arbitrary. Why can I not get a haircut? Or I can get a haircut now, but I couldn't for a while. I don't know. This This... To say that the government – the question isn't not whether or not they're controlling the public. The question is whether or not it's reasonable, constitutional, and legal because it's clear that they are. Facebook doesn't apparently think you should even be able to say that. That's a problem. That's a big problem. And I've got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. And all this stuff that we've talked about with Facebook today, all this stuff that we've discussed as far as their, I don't know, whatever you want to call this, censorship or, you know, they, they all, they put this under the guise of violating our community standard. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's just incredible. I, I, standards into Facebook. I don't, I don't even know if those two things can be used those two words can be used in the same sentence. But really what we're shaping up for, now we're in within, what, 90 days, folks, maybe less than 90 days of Election Day, right? I got a clip we'll have to play next hour on YouTube. You can join us on YouTube for hour two. Just go to the Todd Huff Show on YouTube. But um, their Facebook is basically gearing up to do its best to influence the 2020 presidential election. We've listened to people 
breathlessly tell us how much the Russians have tried to influence the 2016 election, how much they did influence it with Pokemon Go ads. That's right, Pokemon Go, Facebook ads. They tricked people who were going to vote for Hillary Clinton to vote for President Trump. Tricked them, folks. Hoodwinked them. Totally bamboozled them. People had no idea. Just a hypnotic trance put over people by these Facebook ads. An amazing thing happened, right? I mean, just remarkable how these Facebook, this Facebook campaign just totally tricked people into voting for Trump. So we've, we've listened to that for, what, four years now. And really what's going on is it's kind of a, a guise for Facebook to shut conservatives up and to do their best to actually influence and impact the 2020 election. Facebook's meddling in the 2020 campaign and the 2020 election. Any guesses on who Facebook – if you have any guesses on who Facebook wants to be president, any of these folks who are censoring content, combing through content, see Project Veritas. Project Veritas did a undercover operation, so to speak, an expose. It's an expose. But – they did an undercover opera. Sorry, I, I, I watch Impractical Jokers, and that reminds me of Joe, uh, Joe Gatto. But anyway, they they did an expose um, on Facebook. Project Veritas did, and they're on record. Oh, yeah, they're on record. They're proud. They're proud of how they've censored or targeted posts from Trump supporters. They're proud of this. Facebook is meddling in the 2020 election. Facebook is trying to interfere with our democracy. Our democracy is at stake because Facebook is attacking it, folks. And I say these things in some degree to just throw back to them the stupid things they've been saying about the Russian collusion hoax. But in reality, they are doing precisely what they've accused the Russians of doing. And I've got to take a break. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. All right, welcome back. So, again, Facebook trying its darndest to impact impact the election for, of course, Joe Biden, positively for Joe Biden, negatively for Donald Trump, impact, steal the election to to use some of the phrases that they've uh, been using against President Trump. This is Trump. This is a an assault on our democracy. We must save our democracy in order to save our democracy. We must fight back against Facebook. We cannot have election interference from facebook by the way if there's interference i've always wondered this why is it only bad if the interference comes i'm not saying the interference should come from a foreign entity please don't misunderstand me but is isn't any interference with the will of the people a bad thing isn't it bad if facebook interferes isn't it bad if the democratic party interferes the republican party truly interferes isn't it bad if the folks who are running our can't our elections if they do something stupid like, you know, just haphazardly say that you can vote by mail, mass ballots going out in the mail, isn't it kind of silly to think that 
that could have an impact on the election if they don't put certain safeguards in place. Anyway, Facebook trying to steal the election 2020. Guys, I've got to go. Join me, hour number two on YouTube, SDGC in a few.